podcast. It's a me, Ross. And it's a me, Malio. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's me, Phil. And this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And today, uh, we've, we've absolutely no agenda. We're going to catch up on the films that we've been watching most recently. Um, going all the way back to Thor, Love and Thunder for Ross. Um, and <laughs> oh god, um, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I, the films we'll probably be covering off uh, Minions The Rise of Gru. Uh, we'll cover off Elvis and my hysterically bad cinema um visit to watch that film. Uh, we'll cover off The Gray Man and we'll talk about Thor. Do we have to? I mean, okay. Well, it is, it is one of the biggest movies of the year, so yes, we have to. Um, just before I do that, just before I kind of do normal intros and, and say hi, how are you, Ross? I just just before we jumped online, I watched the trailer for Wakanda Forever. Um, oh. and I, have, I have to say, it's quite interesting. It's like okay. it, it, it's. I have no idea what I have no idea what the film is going to be about from watching it, but the trailer was interesting enough, even if the first couple of minutes gave me uh, Eternals vibes. So uh, I'm, I'm convinced that the people involved in making the film don't know what it's about. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll get onto that, right? Because I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Marvel and their, um, yeah, stuff. Um, so, uh, Ross, how the devil are you, my friend? Are you well? Are you good? Are you in one piece? Did you survive uh, the, the heat wave? Thus far, yeah, that was quite tough, actually. Um, but, you know, we're still here, so I guess that's the... Uh, the, the answer the answer is in the evidence before you i suppose yeah. <laughs> oh my god though my god it was warm um i was meant to be in london that day and uh thankfully i well i say thankfully obviously uh, as you know uh, my wife has not been very well she's had covid hmm. um, okay now yeah fully fully recovering just a bit tired now um but did knock it knock it out of her for a while but it meant that i couldn't go up to london on the hottest day of the year and sit on a roof bar and sweat uh and i have to admit i wasn't overly disappointed by that Mm. Um, so instead I went up on Thursday when it was a little bit cooler so um, look, let's catch up on some movies then let's let's kind of uh, um, let's do our usual last films we've watched which I'm sure will, will inspire some conversation about a, a film I know you've watched um, so Ross over to you what was the last new film that you watched the last new film <laughs> I actually think it would stay in my mind for longer um, there would be for one moment, and I will tell you. If I'm going to be part. honest, this year is is one of them. It's such a forgettable year outside of a few movies. Uh, okay, so the last, I mean, I didn't finish it, so maybe we shouldn't touch on that. Well, I'll touch. Um, Go on, touch okay, on it. Okay, actually, touch no, it, you know, Ross, you know Ross, touch you know, it, touch sad, it, Ross, touch it. I'm touching it now. I'm touching it now, Phil. No, so no, actually, the not. last, actually, the last two, the last feel, two brand new films. You should. I feel ill now. Um. The last two brand new films that I watched, I actually didn't finish. So I'm trying to go on. What were I'm they? Try, I'm trying. Let's, I'm trying to buck that trend because we said obviously I'm trying not to do very well. So there was a film called Black Sight with Michelle Monaghan. It is another. Uh, they call it female centric action movie. Have I it's, seen it? <laughs> it's not. Well, I don't know if you. I don't. Think, so okay, it has Michelle Monaghan, uh, Jai Courtney, Jason Clark, uh, and it. No, I, I just, haven't. And looking I just, at the poster, neither uh, will I ever. What I just, I mean... Who, what, who did Jason Clark piss off? I feel like was... someone is squeezing his face down into the bottom half of his head now. Someone's pinching yeah. his face. But, like, look, look, we know Jay Courtney can't act for shit, and it's well-established he is a franchise killer 
extraordinaire. It's quite strange, isn't it? Because I used to sort of want to be supportive of him and stuck it. No, and like he he was a for a long time. He like yeah, he was the next big thing. And sure. then like yeah. he literally tanked every franchise he was in, other than um the blue one. Was he in the blue one? The blue Avatar? one. He's not in Avatar, oh, is he? No, that's, that's, the Sam, other one. that's Sam Worthy. That's, Sam that's the other. That's, that's the, the other, other franchise guy. tanker. Um, I'm, actually, obviously... I'm actually looking. I'm actually looking at what he what he's done. So suicide. Now I will sports. say. Now I will good. say. But quick, quick caveat. Uh, have you watched the Terminal list yet? No. The TV show. It's. It, yeah, I hate saying something like this. You have to get through the first episode. <laughs> I hear. But you do. Really bad stuff. About I've had to say. But it's, it's really weird because it's a lot of the same people behind it as uh, Reacher. Oh, it, it, okay. It does, yeah. it does, from the end of episode one, because there's some stuff happens in episode one, end of episode one that's really good. You you do have to stick in it. And it's, I don't <laughs> like saying, you, you know me, I always say you shouldn't have to, you know, but it, it becomes, I'm, I've got two left to watch. So I've, I've finished episode six. It is a much more satisfying watch uh, than the first, let's say, half an hour of episode one would have you believe. Because episode one is very chaotic, it yeah. really is. It's not. It's not fair on the viewer, actually. Well, it, we're gonna but... when we get to the Grey Man, we'll talk about chaotic okay, yeah, openings. That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and also, you have to get over Pratt, Pratt, Pratt a little bit. But once, as in, I've now got a bit of an enough. With, I'm, I'm, it's not Pratt fatigue. Like with the rock, have you got? Oh, rock, are you, have you got? Have you got Pratt, Pratt fatigue? Like you got rock fatigue? No, like I say, it's not like rock fatigue. It's more like. Pratt, what's exasperation? What would that be? Exasperation. There you go. Like, and it's not to do with the number of projects because he hasn't done that many. It's the how he's appearing in these. You saw him in Thor four, and you, you've did you see Dominion or not? I can't remember if you watched yes, Dominion or not. Uh, yes, unfortunately, and both There's of them something... look like he hadn't worked out in years. Not just not worked out, but he's just totally checked out. He's not doing anything. Yeah. And in Thor four, it's understandable given how little he's in it. But like, and it's not his like, film, right? And it's not his film at all. But regardless, that that's not an excuse. He should be performing. But, so okay, fine. But Dominion, yeah, but and go, him, and, him and Howard. But anyway, there you go. So let, go, let's go, back, back. go back to Joy yeah, Courtney. Yeah, yeah. Terminator yeah, yeah, Genesis tanked. Divergent right. tanked. A good day well, to Die Hard tanked. Yeah, well, Divergent so was so Re- bad they didn't so make Jack the last Reacher, movie. Jack, well, Jack Reacher was the first Jack Reacher I loved. And then the second one was terrible, but he's not in it. So that's not his fault. But Die Hard 5 thing he did was un- unwatchable. But that wasn't him. Elite, it was I mean, he was in Elite Battle Angel, but only short, small. Yeah. So you, the but, Terminator but, thing was awful. Suicide. Oh he God. isn't bad. He isn't bad as Digger. But then again, you just need an Australian to play Digger in Suicide Squad. Yeah. So he's, he just he's okay he, but he's fine in it. He's fine. He's in okay. It. In, well, I yeah. mean, but then again, it's not hard to shine in what is a no. a pretty rancid movie. And we won't even get Jones. on to Honest thief. Oh, I can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't know how much of this is his fault. I don't think it's, his, you know, he's an actor doing jobs. Good for him. So the other one that I didn't finish, because we've really gone off the piece immediately, uh, is a film. Now, the title of this film. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Right. So it's an action movie starring um, Cam Gigabyte, or Gigandey, however you pronounce his name, and Randy Couture. And the thing about Randy Couture is... Already he, I'm like, why did you expect right. anything more? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw it advertised at Cannes and stuff. And, um, you know, action movie, it's a heist gone wrong. They leave the guy for dead. He comes back and gets all of that stuff. I'm fine with, you know, that's my bread and butter, yeah. really. Go on, give me the um, title. Right. It, 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 okay, before I say the title, <laughs> and this is important, 
you have to understand that when the opening titles happen, this title appears. It's a right. two-part title. It's a two-word title, but it's one word. But they 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 they, they put this title on screen as big as is possible, so it kind of fills the screen. Okay, and it's blowback, <laughs> which just sounds like a fart. It just sounds like fart uh, and or it's... porno. I got twenty minutes into it, and I was just it just done. Black sight was worse. Blowback was just. From its very beginning, just thuddingly mediocre. Also known, uh, no, that's a different blowback. No, I don't think it's no, it's a different position. Well, there, yeah. there was a blowback from um, uh, Mark L. Lester, which was actually quite good. Oh, oh yeah, right. so yeah, that was actually Couture. not a bad film. Yeah, Randy Couture looks like a looks like an avocado that's been left out in the sun yes, too long. They haven't tried very hard with him in this film. Like he's the baddie, he's the big bad, and I like yeah. Randy Couture. I've seen Randy Couture in films he's before; right. he's fine. But they they don't. But he's clearly okay. How can I put this? He doesn't have right, and he doesn't have like, and I um, use this sparingly for rock charisma or the Cena humor. Like he's an imposing, solid villain. But I feel like he's a a, a henchman, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy that has the fight for the guy that can't fight, and he's one of the good guys in Expendables, and he's finding that in a team. He's like watching something like Blowback makes you realize how important, and dare I say it, a director can be. Because yeah. I feel like the films where I've enjoyed him, are, and there's not that many, with no disrespect to him, but the, the films where I've gone, yeah, he's fun. Pretty much the Expendables films and probably a few others. I get the feeling uh, it must be the director, not just the script, like the director pulling things but out. But I'm surprised I mean? because this director has made such classic films oh. as The Christmas Aunt, A Christmas yes. Miracle, It's yeah. Christmas Eve. He has done a bunch Rocky of... Rocky Mountain things. Christmas. He did um, do a bunch of 90s action films like the Cascos and stuff as well. He's done genre... This guy loves a bit of fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, Tip or Takax, however you pronounce his name. Uh, like, but he's done a lot. But he's done a lot of genre. Okay, and, so and the film is competently put together. But you know, when you just get into a point, you just go, "There's no point me watching anymore." This. Yeah, there is. Uh, there so really did isn't you this. did you finish any new film this this, this right? Week? So, so the most recent film uh, that I've finished watching, funnily, well, on the same day, uh, Minions: The Rise of Gru of the Grey Man. Oh, okay. So we can talk about. So let's talk about the great. Let's talk about the great man because I literally watched yeah. that last night. Um, and can we just quickly put a distinction here? Because I think it might matter a little bit because I get. I've seen a lot of criticisms and I get it. Yeah, completely get it. Niffy and I watched the great man in the cinema. No, you can't. no, 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 you can't because it's not a cinematic movie. It's specifically. No, we built. did. No, no, you did, but you can't put a caveat on it because of that because oh, it's a Netflix it's movie. Made by Netflix so. for Netflix. No, no, the caveat. I mean, no, no. What I mean tiny by tiny cinematic run. Yeah, what I mean by caveat, I'm not talking about the extensiveness of the cinematic run. What I'm talking about is, we watched it in a cinema environment with yeah. a very game audience. But you are literally and, uh, the and, uh, one and, uh, of maybe yeah. a no, thousand people in the UK that have because its cinematic run yeah, was sure. so short. It didn't go anywhere. No, no, it's still, it's still, it's still screening. Yeah, but it's in like one screen in probably most of London, right? Sure. No, 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 it's about a dozen screens. It's, it's not nothing. Yeah, but it's not a cinematic. It's a Netflix movie, and that's where it should. Sure, where it should be. Yeah, yeah. And with that in mind, it's actually all right. It got like I think I texted at the beginning, like the first fight between. Um. Uh. Did a, a, a Ryan. Um. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. Oh, thank you. I went Felipe. Ryan Felipe. That was, really, that was weird. Ryan okay. Reynolds. No, definitely wasn't him. I was like, fuck. What's the other Ryan? Um. Yeah, him. 
Gosling. Yeah. Um, the first fight with the drones and yes. the fireworks and the editing and the piss poor lighting. And I was just like, if the film is going to carry on like this, we're going to have a very short relationship because I this is just horrible. Yeah. And it got better quickly, actually. Yeah. And I've never, I don't think I've, I can, I don't think I can remember the last time I watched the film with so much fucking action to the point where they could have cut a whole action sequence out and it would have been, you wouldn't have really minded because there was yeah. some absolute superfluous action in it. However, the action chase sequence in Prague was phenomenal. Yeah. Like the, and the assault on the, the, the castle at the end was really, really yeah. good. And I really enjoyed watching Chris Evans as a bad guy. He played yes. it really, really well. Yeah, and Anna de Armas once again proves that she's got more action chops than the majority of blokes out there. I agree. Yeah, unfortunately, there's that amazing bit in, in the final uh, act without spoiling anything when she's running around the the, the, the grounds of the mansion, like dressed like a cute, like a cute assassin. I don't know how to explain it. Well, she's it. a cute ninja, basically. Yeah, yeah, like yeah she's a cute, cute ninja. ninja with rocket sexy ninja. Yeah. I loved all that. We, I yeah, both I bet you did. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, like, like my fear is for her. That yeah. she's gonna be, she's gonna end up as the female Liam Neeson in a year, where all I, she I, does are these direct-to-video action movies. I hope, I hope that that's. I, I know, I know exactly why you're saying that. I feel like she has enough. I was gonna say fingers in pies, almost in terms of projects coming up, but hopefully that hope won't so. happen. I, I, I hope feel, so. She, she, she is definitely better than that. Like she's better she's than that. So much better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Surprisingly I agree. good, right? Like surprisingly yeah. good in this. Yeah. Like and yeah. in Bond as well, she stole Bond. Yes, very much. A, a shadow of a doubt. Um, so I just, I just hope that this isn't where she ends up as like some kind of like bucket five million a movie. Yeah, I, I would, I would at the moment, I would assume that that won't happen. I, I, th I feel like there's enough going on for her, but it's unlikely. Well, she's got, I mean, to be fair, her next film them. is um, a film about Marilyn Monroe. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. got a film called Ghosted, which yeah. is Dexter Fletcher. I'm in. Oh, awesome, awesome. I, Dexter yeah, Fletcher yeah, totally. has yet to make a terrible movie. Have you watched The Offer yet? The TV show The Offer? And the, then um, Ballerina. Uh, have you seen that yet? It's in what? Uh, the Offer. No. It's extraordinary. The show that Dexter directed some of and stuff. The Bat were making of The Godfather. Oh, I've heard it's terrible. I've literally no, heard like like no, literally no, no, no. everyone is saying it's bloated, boring, and no. like yeah. No, no, I, I've, no, I've heard all, nothing but all, bad stuff about it. Not all, I've not heard anything bad about it. Literally, I, not, I, I listened to like no. Mayo and, and Mayo and uh, Commode dissing it. I listened to a couple of podcasts where they were dissing it. Like no. everyone has said, it's just bloated and boring. No, so just, not at all. No, dude, you should definitely at mm. least try the first couple. It's I loved it. I absolutely, I watched it in Cannes, basically, aside from the last few. Yeah. Um, like, I, I not, absolutely loved it. I'm really not convinced. I've heard I'm, I'm, so dude, many Good, bad things about Matthew it. Matthew Good as Bob Evans alone is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I, but, I don't um, understand that at all. I've not heard that at all. Oh, my God. Just look online. Like, it has been... Yeah, I don't need to. Seen, I don't need to. I've seen it. And it's no, really no, but brilliant. what I'm saying is when you say you haven't heard that, it's, yeah. it's everywhere. Like, like... Ugh. Anyway, um, so, 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 so. Going back to the Grey Man. So I thought it started yes. off really rough, but I, I texted you last night and I think yeah. I think this is really prevalent. If I, I drones to me are 3D, just get rid yeah. of it. It just doesn't work. It's just the only thing like I if say I see another shot of a yeah. fucking drone yeah. flying down, turning, 
He's like, oh. But the difference with this, oh. the difference with, but the difference with these, but there's a really specific difference with, at least in my opinion, between the Grey Man and, and I'm using the main example of the ambulance, which was just yeah. completely out of control. What I liked about the drone shots, I'm, I'm not saying keep doing it by any means, because I think it has, it feels like parkour. It feels like it's done before it started, kind <laughs> yeah, of. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Kind parkour, of 3D. You, you know, know what I'm it's, saying? It's no, but 3D had its moment and all that stuff. Parkour was like dead before the films came out. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the thing I liked about the drone shots, here, first of all, they were, again, using ambulance as the, the comparison, remarkably restrained in the comparison. <laughs> but then secondly, what I really liked about it was that most of the drone shots, most, were establishing shots. And I liked, for example, I think it was it was one of the Eastern European countries where they sort of started off with like like a train coming through shot. I mean, it kind of like moved around the train and then up to reveal the city. And I thought that was fantastic. I think that they actually used, not all of them by any means, but a significant number of the drone shots in this were kind of done interestingly rather than, it didn't feel haphazard is what I'm saying. It felt relatively specific. It felt, a, yeah, I'll tell you the comparison. I'll tell you the comparison. It's not quite the same thing, but sort of. In the Man from Uncle movie, the way they did that thing from the 60s where when they landed at like an airport or something, like his, you know, Turin or whatever, there'd be that thing where the camera would pan across and kind of zoom in on a, on a, on a building. Yeah. Like, like very 60s style. I, and I feel like there was like an influence of that on it. I thought it was really good. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But it just, for me, it just takes me out of it. Like I get that. Every time no, I see a drone shot, gimmicky. it is gimmicky. I, it it's is like gimmicky. it's like it's like um it's like if all of a sudden they they and you, do you remember those those films around natural born killers where every every yeah, someone course. would cut to like sixteen mil and you'd be yeah, like yeah yeah it just takes you uh, out. Uh, it just took me out of yeah it was just took me out of it and and that's exactly this it just completely takes me out of it I'm just like yeah yeah I didn't have it I didn't shot. have brilliant I didn't have it I didn't have it I didn't get taken out of it. But they are. I, I get the making key. I feel like, like I feel like, like I say, they're gonna. This stuff is gonna die out pretty quickly, actually. But I, I, I just say with with comparison, ambulance completely out of control, completely haphazard, and all, and almost like almost always filler. Whereas I didn't feel like the drone shots in more specific things we're talking about, but but I didn't feel like the drone shots in Grey Man were filler. I genuinely felt they were to give you a sense of place, and I think that was yeah rel- relatively admirable. But I mean, so outside of the drone yeah. shots, outside yeah. of like, I thought the cast were very good. I thought yeah. the action was actually outside of that opening sequence, which was a bit yeah. of a fucking nightmare. I thought the yeah. action was actually pretty interesting. And yeah. like, there was a lot of proper the fights. Airplane, the airplane fight was fantastic. Yeah, the airplane fight was, was great. great. Compare like, that to the shit show of Dark Fate. You remember that thing going on in the yes. airplane? Completely well, incomprehensible. I mean, Compare it to the shit show of most Marvel movies this year. Well, yeah, right? but you know, I'm like, just using that as the example of a multiple fight happening yeah. in the middle of a plane that's crashing, kind of thing. Like it, it made so much more sense. Like it was more, you could track everything. I thought Billy Bob was really enjoyable. He wasn't in the it joke, enough, though. I agree, but also the joke about um, Evans's small hands made me laugh really hard. Oh, and and also the Barbie joke was really funny as well. The Barbie Ken joke was hilarious. The Ken like, joke was funny, and also can we just can someone shoot this Ken doll, please? This Ken doll that's really good. I wonder if a Barbie thing had been announced during the film or something. Oh, hundred oh, really percent. Yeah, hundred really percent. That was an work. Brilliant, and also we loved the vileness of Chris Evans because when we first saw the moustache on posters, we were like that fucking moustache. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, like basically, anytime all, anyone has a moustache, they're evil, right? Right. But first of all, when you think about it, it does differentiate. If you just look at their faces, it does help differentiate Evans from Gosling. I know it sounds like yes. a silly thing, but it is relevant. 
but the choices of his clothing, that sort of golf stuff he was wearing at the end. Oh, it's just horrific, wasn't it? Fantastic. Like, like it just made him such a dickhead. Like, you just like, know, you, you really great. hated him. You hated really, him. Just really for hated his, him. Just for those shoes he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I you know when you're just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's vile. So, I love so, I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Sure. But I, I, I thought a Netflix action movie, which... It's one of the best of that lot, unquestionably. Yeah. Compared to six, honest, under, six underground, army of the dead, all about yeah, all of those things. Yeah, like, and let's, let's so be honest, much better. Bar low, yeah. Bar yeah. so fucking low, it's ridiculous, yeah. right? Yeah. However, we as low as the bar is. I just think was, you could do a lot right. worse. I just feel like you could do a lot worse than it, like 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 significantly. Yeah. And that's not even damning with fake praise. I think in in this day and age, when you look at what's out there. And it's oh, a shame what's it's a shame what's out there. But this year, but you could do a lot worse than what this year. Did. It's a fucking masterpiece, mm, yeah. and, and and that's yeah. and that's and that's not that's not damning of the film. That's damning oh. of the year we've had. It was enjoyable. Oh fucking up! Viola Davis was good. That yeah, she was great. That, you know, yeah. that was that whole sequence around her flat was really good. Yeah, that was really. Cool. Was, it was good. It was, it was definitely a bit. You know, all of the usual flaws apply. It's a bit too long. The beginning is definitely a bit too chaotic. I completely agree with you. I was a little bit worried during that scene because I was thinking, oh God, if it's all going to be like this, I'm in trouble. You Me too. I, mean? I was, I was sitting like... Sitting in a cinema, as well, sitting in a cinema. I was ready to check out at that point because I'm just like, yeah. oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, why, 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 why? But then, you know, like, yes, there was CGI, but yeah, yeah, it didn't fine. feel... Didn't I didn't, I like... never, I never had the Thor issue, which I know, and we know Thor is a fantasy, of course, but Thor, Thor, Four four. Four four. I never felt I never felt like anyone was anywhere. I felt like no. everything was very in a computer. So, there was and, a brilliant moment. There's a brilliant moment. One of my favorite moments in the whole film is just a subtle touch that I've never seen in a movie before. Okay. Gosling is on top of the tram yes. and looks in the windows. Yes, I love the, that bit. The reflection. The that was yeah, fantastic. looks at the reflection to see a yes, guy coming down it. to shoot him. Yeah. And I was just that like was great. I like you, I have probably watched thousands of action films yep. thousands of blockbusters and i've never seen that and i was like no, that was brilliant that that's was a brilliant, brilliant moment yeah i completely both and if you know both well that was really that was one of those moments was, where you just go and not only was it brilliant it was really well executed like you could really yes. see what the hell was and, going on and even so, better than that it showed how smart he was as a killer right you yep. believed him as a killer because yeah. he was he was a smart guy. like I you don't throw loaded guns. He was he, yeah, like, I love that. That whole gag was like that was really great. That was it, great. But it's so sensible. Um yeah, I, I, my my only real note was but and I guess the biggest problem I have with it was it was just like it felt like it ended and then it went again. It felt like it was ending and it went again. I felt like I and felt then like it, the then it just bit. ended. I feel like the epilogue bit particularly, which I liked. I liked what happened in it. I liked that we don't see how he got away. Yep. Like I thought, yeah, yeah. I like that we're with the bad, we're not bad guys, we're with the bureaucratic assholes yeah, yeah. When, they, when they see what, but I thought that was really good. Oh, and he I like good, by the way. Reggae he, John. Well, right, I was going to bring this up. Reggie John Page. Reggie John. Right, now I've seen Bridgerton and I didn't like it much. It was right. all right. I, I was on. Not like, my bag. Well, not my was bag, watching man. It. But, but like, nothing, I'm not, not to knock it, but just it's just not for me. And everyone was like raving about him being the next Bond, which I was like, don't be fucking stupid. Don't be stupid. But what I will say is he plays a dick really well. Yeah. I thought he was really as the I can see prick, him as Bond. I think he's I got like I can't see it. I can. I think he's got a good. He's got I a good look. He's, he's yeah, quite no, he's suave. Uh, I don't know. I just I, no. I, I no. I just 
Why Whatever, should it always like, be someone a yeah. man wants to be and a woman wants to? Or oh, oh, sorry, let me let me unsexualize this. <laughs> someone that uh-huh. a man or a woman wants to be, or a man or a woman wants to fuck. There you go. Right. Let's wait. Wait, Phil. Wait. Are you saying only men or women can fuck him? Oh, hmm? <laughs> hmm? you know what, what I'm saying. Right? What about oh, plurals? Can't but plurals the, the old, the old day, the old day, well, we would say someone that a I man wants exactly. to be and a woman yeah, wants to fuck. It. Yeah. Obviously I just think gotta... he doesn't. I just think he doesn't come across. And it doesn't matter. This is a, a conversation another time. What I'm getting at is when, when people talked about that as well, I was like, but playing the officious, like whatever he is, CIA prick. Just, I thought he was. I thought he was great. And you know what's interesting? Nippy pointed this out. He never gets a comeuppance. There's, no, like, there's actually some well, stuff. But, it's but, called, but, 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 called the sequel, the, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's fine too. But like, even if there isn't a sequel, it's the fact that the bureaucratic assholes who kind of fucked it all up got away with it. Yeah, which is re- now they, they didn't completely get away with it because now he's out there and he's got the kid. That's great. That was all great. I thought. And also, I loved the thing where you're seeing it from her perspective when he's like going behind the. Like the, yeah. the, the windows, and I thought that was fantastic. You didn't need to see another fight at that point. And I really he is currently that. he is it's a bit abrupt, a bit abrupt though. I, just to I liked see it. If, if I could get odds on where he is in terms of the next Bond film. Oh, I see. Looking, yeah. I'm looking for some odds. No, I can't get any odds not. at the moment. No. But um, but yeah, look, um, that was that was oh, super so, interesting. But what I'm saying, oh. what I'm saying, so I really liked it. I was surprised that I really liked yeah. him in the movie. Yeah, he was did a really good job. And also uh, Jessica Hen- Jessica Henwick. I've got to say. I was expecting, because of Jessica Henwick's martial arts abilities, I was expecting there to almost be a showdown between Anna de Armas and Jessica Henwick. I was, I was a bit sad. Sort of. Like... Same, but maybe they're, maybe they're holding it back or so, I don't know. But, um, okay, he's 7 like, to she's amazing, 2. Actually. He's 7 to 2, which probably puts him as the favourite at the moment. Ugh. And then beyond that, just you've got Tom Hardy, who's 6 to 1, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who's 6 to 1, these are all nonsense. None of them will be Bond. No. Aiden Turner? Nonsense. nonsense. James Norton? I can it's see just, that one. I can vaguely see that one, but it's not. they're not real. They're not likely at all. Uh, you'd be surprised. Richard Madden. Uh, he'd be the one that I'd be not, most annoyed about. <laughs> yeah. So even though he'd be, well, I don't think he's bad. He's just done Hustle. Uh, not Hustle, Spooks. Sorry. And so he's done it. So who cares? You know what I mean? Like, also, he doesn't really look right. Oh, hang on a minute, Richard Madden, not Richard yeah. Armitage. I'm sorry, yeah, Richard he, did Madden. he did he did Bodyguard, didn't he? I got it wrong. Yes, which was, which was That's right. just I heard it was terrible in that. Well, I've never seen it. I, I, I just like don't. Anyway, um, so look, okay, look, let's touch on Rise of Groot as well because that was a film <laughs> yes. that I was absolutely not looking forward to. But when the temperature is 35 degrees outside uh-huh. and you want to go and sit somewhere cool, there is nowhere better than a new Cineworld cinema. <laughs> And True. and the only film that was on that I hadn't seen was Rise of Gru. So I took my daughter and uh, yeah. do you know what? I laughed a few times. I wasn't offended. It was quite visually, funny. It's visually very inventive. It, it was all right. It was, I mean, it's yeah. better than the last Minions movie, which is damning with faint praise because that was shite. And it's better so than we, Despicable we, we, Me 3, which was Which we haven't shite. seen. We haven't, we haven't watched yet. So so we've got... I don't, well, I don't think we, we watched the Minions film just before we went to see it. I don't think it was shit at all. We enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I did. I think, I think I laughed once in that movie and, mm. like, the rest of the jokes... But, but The Rise of Gru had some funny shit in it. Like, there were some yeah. good ideas. It was... You know, Gru is a good cat. I think the minions work well with Gru. I agree. No, I think we both, I think Niffy mentioned this too. It was better that Gru was more prop because he was in the end of the first one. Yeah. You're right. The way he reacts off and the way they react off him does make it better. 
Yeah, I, I completely and, agree. And I, I, I agree with that. I think, it's a, by themselves, I think it's a better film. I think I think Rise of Gru is a better film than the first Minions film. Yeah, sure. and it's it's that thing of the mid, like it's like if you take a sidekick and make a movie out of them, they have to yeah. have some depth or character, yeah. and. Like you realize after an hour of uh, it'd be like it'd be like making an entire jackass movie just focusing on Aaron. Yeah, I'm not it'd sure. Be about like... that. But but I will say there's a there's another there is something to counter this though. The penguins of Madagascar movie was hilarious. And they they like uh, side characters, they're not, they're not uh, even sidekicks, they're side characters. I'll have to take your word for that. <laughs> That's great. It's really fun. Yeah. Um so I think overall, uh, I thought it was a good film. Okay, Phil. I gave it a six. Well, minions. Yeah. Uh, minions yeah. yeah, I think I gave it seven. It might drop down a little bit, but it I, ain't you know, gonna touch, like, it's a lot of fun. It ain't going to touch on my best 50 films. Of the, well, actually, this year, probably. Yeah, could. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's year, like, the, I guess, if nothing else, Minions Rise of Groove does, I know it sounds obvious, it absolutely does what it's supposed to do. Like, it doesn't fail. You know what I'm getting it, at? Like, it works it, really well. 100%. Does well. oh, and the like baddies the are great. The, baddie, the baddies were a lot of fun as well. Yeah, like Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin was a lot of fun in that movie. Um, the like the Grey Man, it does what it says on the tin, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It was. It was. It was okay. Um, but uh, another movie that um I watched. Oh, what about? Oh, yes, yes. We'll get on to old films in a minute. We've kind yeah, of gone yeah. into like... So um, another movie that I watched, and then we'll go on to Thor, and then we'll talk yeah. some old oh. films. But, um, oh, I got you. Yeah. But uh, I... And, and so a couple of podcasts ago, you were like, you have to see Elvis. It's amazing. And I'm like, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, um, guess what? I know you've seen Elvis. <laughs> you were right. In I fact, know. as I sit I here today, Elvis is in my top four films of the year. Yeah, it's def- it's unquestionably top five, and it's probably top three, probably. Yeah, I mean, my top three are, are super strong. Nothing's dislodging Top Gun Maverick at the moment. The Batman no. is the Batman. Jackass Forever is just, you know, no yeah, no film has brought yeah, me more joy. Well, no. maybe maybe the opening two minutes of Top Gun brought me yeah. as much joy as, as as Jackass did. But then after yeah. that, it, it's got to be Elvis. I mean, fucking hell. Fucking hell, what a film. I know. I know. We were both blown away. We were both blown away. It's and it, amazing. I mean, amazing. Hanks was just phenomenal. He has to win an Academy Award for that performance. It's a very weird performance, but yeah, do you know there were weird there, there were weird moments in that film where I could suddenly see Tom Hanks through the makeup. If that makes sense, I had and, the same, and there were times when I and there were times when I couldn't. It was it was interesting. I had the same thing, and because like, not a bad way. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was just very very particular yeah. moments when I felt, oh, that's that's just Hanks in old makeup. I but remember not in, when not, um, in a, not in a not in a it didn't take me out. It was just yeah. Oh, you know. When Zoe watched the trailer, she didn't realize it was Tom Hanks. And like when like and there were moments in the film where I completely forgot it was Tom Hanks. You're absolutely right. 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 Um, yeah. like but and here's a but right. Here's a really weird thing, and I text you about this. Mm. When we watched Elvis, we went to a screening of the film, and the the sound was broken. That like there was virtually like like a whole range of music had been taken out. So imagine watching the majority of the film almost a cappella. That's quite weird. Yet, (laughs) yet what what it did, and this is what was really weird for me, and this is what I didn't didn't understand, but it drew me so much more into Austin Butler's performance. Right. 
because I was I could all I could do was focus on him and his voice and his singing and his performance because the music wasn't really there. Right. So it really drew me into his performance, which is the weirdest thing. And by the way, and this is what really fucking annoys me about Cineworld and cinemas in general that are you know, multiple chains. So I go out at the beginning of the film and I go, I find um, one of the, uh, the, the, the Cineworld minions. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, the minions would probably have done this better. And I went to him and said, look, mate, just, just to let you know, the sound in screen four is just, it's off. I don't know what the problem is, but it's off. Can you get someone to have a look at it? Uh, so I went back in. 20 mm. minutes later, it, I'm just like, this is doing my head in now. So I went out yeah. and I f- happened to run into the same guy. And he was like, oh, yeah, I tried to tell you before you, you ran off. We, we, we knew it was broken um, and we can't fix it at the moment. I should so have like, told everyone. I should have come and told people. Well, this is what I said. So I was like, can we chat with the manager, please? So the manager comes down. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, did you really just fully knowing that the yeah. sound was broken in that, in that screening? On Elvis. On just Elvis, a film yeah. which is literally about the music. Yeah. Did, you, did you just let everyone go in and just watch the movie? And he was like, yeah. And you didn't think that you could tell people just in case that they wanted to, you know, yeah, not from the world. No. I was Brilliant. like, do you give a fuck? No, clearly not. Uh, well, we're, we're trying to fix it. Like, we're on the, we're not, on the phone to a done. call centre trying to mm. fix it. And at that point, I'm like... Uh. Mm. At the end... He was like, oh, I'll give you two complimentary tickets. I said, well, I didn't fucking pay for the tickets anyway. I got one on my Cineworld card and one was a Meerkat ticket. He goes, I will give you two complimentary tickets. I came out at the end of the screening. Well, firstly, as the film ended, I stood, people were going, well, that was a bit weird. And I stood up and I said very loudly to the people next to us, "Um, yeah, the sound was broken. The cinema absolutely knew it. The manager admitted that. So please go out and complain. To which the entire screening heard, which was deliberate. Um, So I'm hoping they gave him hell. But not that they could have done, because when we walked out the cinema, it was like the fucking 28 days later in there. Just, hello, hello, hello. Not one person was there. Like, all the staff had gone to ground. Wow. Fucking disgusting. It's not surprising. (laughs) And this, this just shows... All of City Wells, yeah, we love cinema, man. We love cinema. We're all about cinema. We love cinema. We breed cinema. So no, you don't. You're just another fucking corporate cunt out there to steal people's money who do not give a shit about the product you're putting on screen. And it fucking annoys me because that film could have been ruined. Yeah, of um, course. By that. So, sorry, ran over. Um, (laughs) But in terms of the film, though, oh, my God. Such a good film. Yeah, no, I loved it. I absolutely, I've been playing the soundtrack nonstop ever since on Spotify or whatever. Uh, it's just, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just don't watch it at Sydney World, people, because they just don't give a shit. And this is why, what really bugs me about living where I do is that we only have that cinema. Right. And there's, you can just tell no one cares. When the manager's just like, yeah, we just let it go ahead. It's like, so you literally put profit over, <laughs> over like, like no. It's like, yeah, we just let the car go out knowing the brakes were fucked. Sorry that we killed <laughs> your entire family. You know, it's oh crazy. yeah, we we set the sent the plane up knowing that the engine would conk out halfway. But you know, you got halfway to your journey. Not. Um. Anyway, Ross, talk about Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> Do I have to? Because I'm yes. Really just... <sighs> Okay, so when we watched it, 
<laughs> do we have to? No. What's your um, What's your score out? out do, let's benchmark this. What is your score out of ten? I'm looking now, I don't even remember what I gave it. Uh, oh, I gave it. Uh, I gave it five out of ten. I'm. Oh, it's worse. It's it's worse than that. I um. I think it's better than that, but only just. No, I. So here's the thing. Well, when we were watching it, I did laugh a lot. I did. I laughed a lot. And then the longer I've been away from it, the more I, I almost physically hate it now. <laughs> I um, I um, it's a film where one of the main characters has stage four terminal cancer. That's what it's about, right? That's one of the main characters. Yeah. And. And then everything is has to be really funny. Like always really funny. Let's make everything really funny. Because she's got cancer. We, we can't talk about cancer. Uh, even her, her best friend who's sitting with her while she's having chemo, who looks really weird, but I don't know what they did to Cat Denny's face, but something really weird with Cat Denny's face. And and it's all about like you should speak to the, the handsome guy again. I can't even remember. I didn't like it at all. And then and then it turns out that Thor told Mjolnir to look after her, right? Like, take care of her. So Mjolnir makes her into Mighty Thor, which we don't see. We, we don't see her become the Mighty Thor and, like, react to it and understand how, like, like, like oh, my, I've got these powers, and, you know, all of this stuff. We don't, see, we don't ever see that. We just see her in the middle of a fight, which you can't understand what's going on. That fight is where it all goes wrong, the attack on uh, New Asgard or whatever. Um, and then it, it, it turns out every time she's using me on it, it's killing her. Is that yeah. good writing? Is that good writing? Because I don't understand it. If Beyond is supposed to keep her safe, why, why is it killing her? Also, at the very, very beginning of the film, it completely fooled me that it was going to be great because Christian Bale in the first five minutes is... He's great, incredible. isn't he? Incredible. Incredible. I mean, his daughter dies. Again, this is a film full of jokes. His daughter dies at first, and then uh, he, he meets his god who's thick. I, I, I don't... And I don't the god tells him... You can do... The god tells him... Cancer and the woman... The god tells him... The god tells him... We're just celebrating because we've just uh, uh, made sure this guy who's got a, a sword that can kill all gods is, isn't going to attack us now. Uh, but fuck you, you're nothing. I don't care about you and your daughter. And is then surprised that the guy that Bale kills him with the sword that can kill all gods. And then the thing I never understood was, although I think the sword was corrupting him maybe, was that, okay, his god is a piece of shit and he's killed his god. Why is he killing? Well, because the, the sword. He's killing. He's killing. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But he kills gods who are, like, good as well. He kills gods yeah, but who are genuinely helpful. it doesn't matter. The sword, the sword has made him evil, and the sword's mission uh, is to kill yeah, all I gods. I get it. Why does so, he make... When he makes his wish, which is which is cool that he doesn't wish for... First of all, why doesn't he just do that in the first place? Why does he go around killing anybody? Why does he just go to the, the thing? But but when he goes to the, the eternity thing and then makes his wish, why doesn't he just say, I wish that my daughter was alive and that I could live a long life with her? He can make one wish and, and not die. Why is it that Chris Hemsworth's daughter had to play that girl? Why is it that the werewolf woman who he fucks, he fucks a werewolf woman, is played by Elsa Pataki, his wife? Why, why does that matter? Why is... No, none of it really matters, but it's just these are the questions where the film's boring. Tessa Thompson's character, initially, 
is in inserts and then eventually comes into the film. They make a joke about screaming oh. goats, which is a meme from like eight years ago. And it doesn't do nothing actually happens. I thought the screaming goats were hysterical, by it the way. Wasn't, no, I laughed at the time, but nothing happens with them. Then the But it does. They 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 do stuff at them. the end. What do they do at the end? But why does something have to happen? I don't understand. Well, well why why not? Because why is something in it? But that's, you know that's like saying do, that's like saying every know? joke has to have a reason. Sometimes no, it can just be a joke. Well, actually, right? most yeah, like Fat Russell Crowe, Fat Russell Crowe doing a Geordie, uh, doing, doing a Stavros, doing Stavros. Doing Stavros. It, it's well, the best part of the film. It's the best part of the film. It's, but but do you not? So, so and this is this is where I think the issue. This comes. is not a good film. Is this, this is, is a Taika Waititi film. film, and this is everything it's you get like in a Taika Waititi. It's, film. But it's nothing like Ragnarok. It's messy. You it's, can't possibly. But hang on, Ragnarok compared to this is. Objectively, Look, a much much yeah. Film. It, uh, Ragnarok is like my third, maybe fourth favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, it's, time, right? it's objectively a much better film. But I think the problem here is, and I think what for me, I think the wider issue with where we are with the state of Marvel at the moment. Okay, the CGI was terrible. Oh, it's fucking CGI. Do you remember to see where Heimdall? Do you remember to see where Heimdall's son appears to him in a vision? Yes. And it, it looked, looked like, like Power Elf. Rangers from the ninth. It looked like Power Rangers from the Like that. So, so th- this is my chat. This is what I think the problem is, right? I think Marvel, whereas like the the pre end game days, like the stories were written in advance. They went through multiple drafts, time for reshoots. They th- there was a lot of care and attention, and yes. now it just feels like it's become production line. So the CGI <laughs> is of a good enough quality to put out there. But it's not. not really. The script. It's not close. No, but what I'm saying is, like, from a from a perspective of, it'll be on Disney Plus in six weeks' time, and it'll look much better. Like, mm-hmm. the script is of an okay enough quality to make. Like, it seems that Marvel have stopped spending, settling for they're great. Spending, they're spending two hundred fifty million dollars. It doesn't gym. matter. It's, it, it, it does matter a bit. No, no, it, no, it a doesn't. Bit. No, it doesn't because if they, every movie, every time they spend two hundred fifty million, they make one point five billion. No, That's they haven't. The, not no, not before. On the second week, the, of they four, will. Dropped, second week of four, it dropped off by sixty-eight percent. Yeah, that's pretty massive. Yeah, it's pretty massive. But they don't care about America. Yeah, I don't know. I just bad is bad, dude. You can't. It's, it's, it doesn't make it good. No, but, but what I'm saying is, for for every movie they make, right? Every movie they make, they get back one point five billion. Give or take, or a billion, or or they or eight hundred. Oh, million. listen, listen, listen! Whatever they make back, they're making back more money. I know that. But the, so, not, so, that doesn't so make this it is any my good. Point, right? It doesn't make it but any no, good. But, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, they don't need to care anymore because that right help. now, <laughs> that doesn't help. No, but right now, <clears throat> it's 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 a maths equation. Every Marvel movie is a maths equation. If we do the bare minimum to get it every, across the line, every film is an equation. But yes, okay. But Marvel more than ever at the moment, and like you can just hear it from like all the stuff that's going on with the the, the visual effects artists at the moment, where they're like yeah. we're getting treated like shit, we're getting yeah. pressured to get this stuff out the door when it's not finished. You know, it is bad, and Marvel stopped. Like, so there's a, been a point, and it was probably just after Endgame, where Marvel have just turned around and gone, we don't need to make these great anymore. Good is enough. Good. How does that help? I don't understand why anyone would even do that. Like why is how is that a decision? Because it it's it's financial. Yeah, but it's not a decision. Like I mean, as in like someone consciously sat down and went. No, went I don't think they it. consciously sat down. But I think someone. I think probably higher ups at the studios went. So if we put hundred and twenty percent effort in, 
it equates to 2% more money. But if we put 80% effort in, yeah, but, but, but we kind of get the same. So let's just... But the, effort, but the effort, a significant amount of the effort, regardless of the CGI, comes from the writing. But that's what I'm saying. I don't are you, think are you even aware? putting are you effort aware into that the, part of it. Are you aware? That's, that's what I mean. That's the bit that doesn't... Yeah, take, no, but I'm like, saying it's it, all, it all across the board. It's not all more or less board. effort that. No, no, but all across the board. Like, Marvel used to be... Like, like the process they went through... Like stuff, they delay stuff if it wasn't ready. They they kind right, of, yeah, exactly. but now they're working to very strict dates. They're churning it out. It's a machine, and the whole yeah. idea is, you're right. Spray. Yeah, sorry, I'm killing some flies. <laughs> Microphones pick up everything, you know. Um, yeah. so like it's just they know that they like. 120% effort doesn't necessarily make more money. They're at a point now where oh, people turn up regardless. So they don't put as much effort into the script. The actors don't put much as much effort into the film. Not Even Taika Waititi no was effort. dissing the CGI of the movie. Right, so hang on. This is what worries this is what me. Was, this is what I was getting to, was the things that he has said online since, and the film is still in cinemas, like when he said, there's a thing that goes, do you think that shot looks real? And Tess Thompson goes, no. And I'm like, you've got your $250 million film with the cinema right now. This isn't when it's on DVD or Blu-ray. This isn't five years later in a sort of a funny look back at the movie. You're doing it knowing your film is shit. Yeah. He also said a few other things. One of them being the original cut was four and a half hours long. They cut, concerning. They cut, well, that's one thing, but the version they cut it down to was this. What? Like, yeah, and it's not. These are not okay. By the way, in the UK, I, I know, I know what you're saying about the equation, but that does not make it okay. It's yeah. not. This is not like. Okay, yeah. are you ever going to watch it again? Oh, uh, I'm. Other okay. than Spider Man, No Way Home. No, no, right. I don't think there is a Marvel film post End Game. Yep. That it doesn't have Spider-Man in that I would watch a game right now. I I would I can't believe about this. I'd watch Captain Marvel again. I've watched it twice. I don't ever want to watch it again, ever. But when given the choice, I would watch that over these. Like like easily. Easily. And I and I didn't like that film at all. These films yeah. are terrible now. These like you say, no way home, absolutely. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. By the way, uh, 500, 526 million, so it doubled its budget already. It's been out for ages now. That's not good enough. Not for that. It hasn't movie. been out for ages. It's been out for two weeks. Four? No, it hasn't. But it, yeah, it came out the 3rd no, of July, so just over two weeks. So it's 8th of July. It's three weeks. It's three weeks. Uh, like, no. Oh, you mean the 14th. 8th of July? Sorry, the 8th of July. Yeah. I thought you were about America. Yeah, it opened the 8th of July in America. Was it 8th of July in America? Yeah. I'm looking Chris at the like I'm looking at box office mojo, so I'm I'm assuming that it, it they know what it's done. No, no, I don't, sure. think, I don't think it's open China yet either. Okay. Which it's obviously it's is a uh, well, fair enough. I don't know. Money. I don't know why I felt like it'd been out for longer. So, but that's the point, right? Like, so it'll easily hit eight hundred million. So, from sure a Marvel it perspective, it'll do it's a billion a dollars in cash. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so that's like, not right though. So I don't think they need to like care it. anymore because people st are still fucking turning up. And that's the challenge. No, look, I came out of it. I was like, I was, I was disappointed. I was like, it's a solid six out of 10. If that, it made me laugh that. a few times. It was the probably one of the messiest, but it, it goes back to that Taika Waititi thing where like, 
like he's another one of those directors now like Tarantino that just in general will just do what the fuck he wants and people might or might tell him not to maybe but in general they just leave. and and that's the worst thing because we all I saw what like, happened with Tarantino like when that happened I feel, but I feel like Tarantino hasn't slipped to the level that what Taika has Oof. I think Taika's slippage now and, and look and I don't you know there's a few of his films I don't like at all but but the droppage here, in my opinion, is is more significant, and I don't believe it's going to get better. Not re- not soon, because he's very he has become. We've talked about this before. He's kind of become, understandably, because I own him, Mister Disney. Yeah, he's gone from being uh, a very talented. Now I know not everyone liked Jojo Rabbit, but I really liked Jojo Rabbit, and I liked how different it was from a lot of stuff. Yes, it was definitely different. If nothing else, if nothing else, it was it was not. I'll give a, you that. Uh, it was different. Homogenous. What I mean is, it was not a homogenized product. It was blah blah, blah all of that stuff, and there's stuff in there, right? Regardless of who likes it, or who doesn't like it, you're never going to see that again, ever. Uh, certainly not for the next 10, 15 years. Um, and and everything about the way he exudes right now, like when, when you see him talking, like from the stuff he wears, like it, that that video with him and Tessa Thompson, I was like, where are they in a church? What are they doing? Are they in a temple? What's happening? Well, forget that. That's all just LA effect. There's this whole effectiveness about him now. And again, if someone said to me, do you want that, Ross? I'd be like, yeah, I'll take that. Of course I will. I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite. But I just, it just, it seems very, um, I think we've lost whatever, whatever it was that made him, this guy's interesting. Look at his films. He's really, Boy was amazing. Hunter the Wood People was very good. Yeah, you know, I'll give you that. Hunter the Wood People was excellent. You know, and I've enjoyed his output. If nothing else to say, this is something different to watch. And there's a, vo- there's a voice there. I don't think there was any voice in Thor. Um, Thor. I think that there was a voice in Ragnarok. Yeah. I don't think there was a voice in Thor 4 at all. I, I think, all. I think except, for his, issue except, for his, except for his animated character's voice that was there for no reason whatsoever. There was no, no reason for him to be in that film. Uh, there's always a reason for Korg. I don't know. Not no, no discord. Um, did, did you so, like that his? Did you like that his dad was named Dwayne? Rock. <laughs> I thought that was did really like funny. That? That I really thought that funny? was really funny. Was really I genuinely funny? thought that was a really funny gag. I was like, mm. that's that's good. Mm. I think if that joke had been in another film, you would have laughed. I think. I think. I think, I think now it's much, common. Listen, to any any one or two moments in that film were hilarious. Here's a question: Go With on. Thor. I, the thing when Thor took his top off and you see that there's a, a really bad tattoo of Loki, R.I.P. Loki, on his back. Was that funny? Yes. Is that interesting? Was it really? So the problem is, funny? they've made Thor... The, a joke. A joke. A and fucking joke. In Ragnarok, he wasn't. Yep. He, in was, this, funny. he, he was, was funny in Ragnarok. Yeah. In this film, in this film, Zeus rips off all his clothes and three women faint because he's naked. <laughs> which is like a carry-on film from the 70s and I smiled at that too but then you go <laughs> it's not supposed to be a bawdy sex comedy but it and can also, be what, apparently, no, no, hold on, hold on. apparently it can apparently be whatever it wants to be apparently well, Hemsworth didn't want to do it here's the thing right if they said they were going to do a Monty Python-esque Thor movie I'd be down with that no, but like a, the, like a holy I mean, grail, like 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 a search for the holy grail. Yeah, full movie. In the but like, I, th- I think that's the problem, right? That could this, be brilliant. That if could be this film brilliant. wanted to be that, 
then the problem is it can be whatever. You know, the great thing about Marvel movies is they generally, you know, you can have political military thrillers. You can have buddy yeah, comedies. You can have Shane Black Christmas movies. You can have whatever Absolutely. you want. But Absolutely. you have to commit to that. And the problem with Ragnar, uh, sorry, uh, Love and Thunder was it just didn't commit. So it was yes, everything. It yes, tried I, to be everything. I, and that's the fault. That, like, it was it a much mostly, more interesting no, dude, movie. Dude, it, it mostly tried to be <laughs> with a person dying from cancer, which would yeah, be fine. Why if it can't was about, that be about No, no, no. It can't. No, I was going to get to that. It absolutely can be. But you also have to sit in some of the circumstances of the actual situation. It is perfectly possible to do bittersweet funny, bittersweet hilarious. In fact, you can totally do it. You can you can completely do it. There's something else I want to ask, and this film did not do that. Here's something else I want to ask. Right, I like Guns and Roses a lot. Oh my god, this was absolutely one of my biggest pains. Absolutely Fucking awful. Hated it. Why aren't more people talking about it? Right, there are five Guns and Roses songs <laughs> in it. Right, and I like all of them. And the Sweet Child of Mine idea with the daughter would have been interesting. If they'd have played that when they ran into battle at the end, I'd have kind of got that as an idea. Yeah. Right? Didn't do that. Um, one is fine. Some, one is fine. Any, I mean, anything, like you said, anything could work, but there was absolutely no reason for it. Like, there was no, it wasn't like, the film wasn't rock-centric, if you know what I'm saying. It yeah. wasn't... It wasn't um, themed, like visually, it wasn't themed like, I'm just saying, there was no, Guns N' Roses themselves were, I don't know if it was a poster, they weren't mentioned. Why was Heimdall's son renaming himself Axel? No, 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 I'm going to take umbrage at that. It was mentioned, it was referenced a few times. And not there was the, the post. No, they, they didn't no, say was, their name. They didn't say it, their name. No, the it, no, no they didn't say the name. But, it, but you don't have to. Not every joke has to slap people in the face. No, no, it no. Was no I this very much. This was sort of, hang on, no, hang but he was wearing a t shirt. He had a poster. Yeah, but this wasn't a, this wasn't a joke. No, right? but it had a, it, it had a, a t-shirt. There was a poster. Yes, he didn't fine. need to turn around and go, I'm a big Guns N' Roses. Like, I got it. There was a no, poster, that, a t-shirt. But there's a whole thing about, call me Axel now. And everyone just went, all right. Like, why? Why? It because, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. You're right. And I think... But the no, no, but what, is, it means it doesn't have any, what it means is it doesn't have any bearing in the film. It doesn't have any bearing in the film at all. But that's like saying any character moment. It's like, well, why did... Why no, did but, no, but they make such a big point of it. Why did Marlon Brando they, they, lean back in his seat in The Godfather? What reference did that have? It's probably, like, probably you can have a, no, dude, that is not the same thing. You can as, have a as character. As a character, moment. that's not the same thing. No, but they're drawing. They're, going, they're, you have to call me Axel now. They're drawing, because that's what people not the did. Same thing. In that not decade, the same thing. when they got obsessed with Guns N' Roses, they grew their hair long. Did people go around saying, guitar. you have to, wait, wait, wait. Did people go around saying, you have to call me Axel? I'm sure some people did to their parents. Well, they're fucking morons. This kid well, is supposed to be stupid. But regardless, regardless, the songs don't get me wrong. Regardless, the songs had no. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, I absolutely agree with your overall point that it, this is just another reason why the film is messy. And I absolutely it's got no purpose at all. Like having five songs by the same artist, like even 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 Scorsese, who like has an obsession with the Rolling Stones, yeah. has put a maximum of two Rolling Stones into, like, Goodfellas, which, right. by the way, is three, two and a half hours long, and I was gonna say, the songs are the, used uh, Can I just also perfectly. say, it's a, good, it's a good film as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the songs are used judiciously for, for atmosphere and storytelling. And the songs in Thor, Thor, 
are not used. The first one, to test... get, is it Welcome to the Jungle? The first one yeah. where like he's having the fight and it, and it does the whole thing to the to, to yeah, but you could say, well, why why did they use um ACDC okay. in right now? Hang on, hang on, you know, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, the immigrant song, right? Yeah, right, was incredible. Yeah, and the song itself had no relevance to the story, but the set piece was cut to it and it was absolutely amazing. That fight in Ragnarok right. on the bridge. Now, yeah, no, you're right, use, you're right did, here. Did, did the, they use? Did they use? Did they use a single one of these songs the same way? They tried to with the they first didn't. action sequence it with Guns N' Roses. Didn't the difference work. is no, no, hold on, and this is this is where I'm gonna. I agree with you. The difference is, whereas the songs in Ragnarok and the songs in and and let's let's talk about Goodfellas as well. They sure. feel like they were the film was cut for that song. That that Absolutely. sequence was cut. Whereas this feels Absolutely. like it was a marketing tie-in deal. Do you know what it felt a little bit like? It felt a little bit like Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad film, yes. which had a killer soundtrack and they were just slapped all over the film. Yeah. And they made no, there was no context. There was no sense of... But this didn't even have a killer it, soundtrack. It just, had, it no, just basically it was just, just had, Guns N' Roses greatest hits album. That's what I mean. This was If you're going to put out the film. Thor Ragnarok yeah, I, album, I just, just don't buy it. Just go and buy the Guns N' Roses greatest hits. Just do Appetite for Destruction. No, get greatest hits because you'll get November Rain and you'll get a couple of other really good songs on that. So it's actually well worth doing. Um, it was fucking dumb. Now, the, 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 friend, the friend we saw it was, it doesn't matter. I was like, it does matter. Yeah. Was that Phil? Was that Phil? Yes. Yeah. I love Phil. I saw him arguing with you on yeah. your post on I love Facebook. Phil. I love Phil. I love Phil. But I was like, it He doesn't does. listen to podcasts. It's okay. He doesn't no, listen to it's us. It's like, I don't mind if he does. I love him. I love him. No, no, no. No, but we don't have to caveat because he doesn't listen to us. Right, right. It matters. Part. I said to him, it partly matters because, like, that's what millions of dollars spent on that for some reason. And there should be a reason. Yeah. There should be yeah. a reason. Yeah. Cause those songs are not cheap. They're not cheap. Millions of dollars. Two last points. Three last points on this. I, I love Russell Crowe. I love Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was yeah. brilliant. Russell Crowe can do that role in every movie ever. I agree. I want for to the first Russell time Russell. ever, I did not give a shit that his accent was all over the place. He looked exactly. horrifically out of shape because it worked with yeah, the character great. and he was, was playing great. a cock. Like it was great, Russell Crowe has Russell Crowe has now found his, his Liam Neeson, right? But if Liam Neeson is the go to seventy five year old action star, yeah. Russell yeah. Crowe should be the go to fat Zeus. <laughs> I agree. Like, no, I'm, I think he should be Zeus in every film. Niche, I, niche, I know, right? Niche. Can you can you imagine but, like at the end of Elvis? Fucking, imagine at the end of Elvis, fat Russell Crowe comes down. That fucking scene though with all the gods, right? Yeah, he was great. You've got a bow bun. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and you've got, and you've got. Did you see that furry head on on feet? I have no idea what's going on. It was, and also, why didn't Bale go there? Yeah, um, Bale trying to kill all the gods. Why didn't he go there? I was listening to a podcast the other day, Bald Move, I think so it was, and and they said the exact same thing. Like you didn't buy how evil he was, and no. he could have gone there and killed all the gods, and you would have been like, "Fuck, this guy's." You a never saw challenge. him kill. Here's the other thing: barring the first god, you don't see him kill any gods. Anyway, he's supposed to be called the God Butcher. My what second f- point. Oh, and also, and also, and also, why, why did Bale? Why did he keep torturing the kid? Like, why did he keep playing again? Yeah, Thor's coming here. Yeah. Like from being his. No, no, the, the sword. sword. I get. I get the sword. sword. That's the, my answer to everything. But the outside sword. of, but outside of that, he was like serious and nasty, and I know, and, and, it, and he it, cared about him. But it Bale was, so was great. He, he was great. He right. was great. He my, was great my, as the kid torturer. Right. They just my, sort of took the rest of the film. My second point, oh. um, the women in this film were just, like, Jamie Alexander Awful. wasted. Like, right, Jamie Alexander, know, half a right? scene. Right, half a scene. So here's the thing I didn't believe, right? I bet they filmed this and didn't put it in as a gag. 
There was a whole thing where they said, "Oh, the arming to yeah." Right, the arming. I think that when Jane Jane gets the Valhalla hut, Sif's arm should be there, giving her a thumbs up. I absolutely think that would have been amazing. I agree. No, I think I think that would have actually, given how stupid the film is, that would have been fine. Yep. Um, and Tessa Thompson so as Valkyrie was wasted. Who cares? Who gives a shit about her anymore? Well, I don't and, understand her. And I and I. I thought she was. I thought she's. I think she's a mate. Like in in Ragnarok, she was amazing. I I'm liked like, her. Oh my God, she's I liked so her. good. She did absolutely kill this franchise, yeah. and yeah, yeah, they've destroyed it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, the, the chemistry between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman was like Demi Moore and anyone in the nineties bad. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how Demi Jeff- Moore would have like yeah, Demi Moore had no chemistry with like no. anyone ever? I think it's because it was I think scary. I think it's. I think it's because she just. It's, this is just me guessing. She was going to be the lead, and she just yeah. didn't want anyone else to get anything off her. I know it sounds weird. That's how I feel about it. And she was strong, like she came across as strong. Um, but it therefore meant that the men in the like relationships in yeah. those movies just didn't. It just it, she was like they, they might as well not exist. And the final point. Felt. Um, my final point is uh, they totally wasted as Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yes, they did. why do we not? Oh, it's definitely- do you know what, dude? Fucking right. Okay, listen. Bad CGI at all. When you see the Guardians at the beginning, right? Aside from that little moment with Chris Pratt, we've been looking over his shoulder thing, right? <laughs> it just it looked like the so Guardians fun. were just PS5. They just, there was those like rotating shots of them in battle, right? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't look like they were oh, there. It looked like terrible. It, what I mean, it didn't look like they were standing there either. No, it looked like they, they could just have just been just... taken outtakes from any other Avengers Absolutely, movie. Absolutely, and, and put them in. They did a, the bit of a ship. Like they did a George including Lucas, the bit like... of a ship. You know, when he gets yeah. back in the ship, it looks like it just the, all looked the, like B roll. It's just the like goats B-roll. in the ship were, f- were funny. That was funny too. I agree, dude. I was like, for the first year, 20 minutes or something, I said, listen, listen, the place where it went really wrong for me was the attack on, on the yeah. Asgard. Yeah, that was terrible. It really started going really, really wrong from there. Everything up to that point, I at least laughed at and stuff. But I was just, I also, I couldn't stand the whole Korg thing making light of Loki's death. I couldn't stand yeah. it. No, not Korg. No, well, Korg and also the, um, did we need to play again? Did we need Matt Damon, Melissa oh. McCarthy? Her fucking husband is in it as the stage manager. Ben Falcone was in it as well. By the way, stage manager like, who what waved or something. This literally does, does not help my 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 lack of like of Melissa McCarthy. Because the agree. moment she no, no, the moment absurd. she stepped on screen, I was I, I, like like my whole like already that and that scene was long. That scene was really long. It was really long. Then they had their second scene later. We're going to write a play about this. It's like when you fuck off. <laughs> we don't need you in this like and, and the McCarthy thing I actually think they did it but I think they know that there's people who don't like this McCarthy I don't think they did it thinking oh people will think it's funny but I think they actually knew people were like oh for fuck's sake you know what I mean uh, because it I makes it more say, like the local Andran that moment really that moment was was the moment where I'm like and I'm done thank you very much yeah it was terrible like it's like do we, first of all do we need that again it's just him redoing himself right because the original version was really funny Really it funny. was really funny, but getting getting that again was awful. And then getting, and then getting um, the, yeah, the scene in the middle, somewhere in the middle. We must go and write a play of this. It's like fuck you. By the way, like, like, I think like we had them standing around. Let's get them in quickly and do this little scene. It was terrible. I think the reason Elsa Pataki was in it is just so he can turn around and say, "I've got a hot wife." I totally. They just CGI her into a werewolf anyway. I just, I just the whole thing, dude. The whole thing. Anyway, then, 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 then fucking Korg going, 
uh, and then his brother died, and then he died again, and then he died again. Oh, that was really funny. And then these guys died. And then these guys died. The guys who were supposed to really care about, like Falstaff and stuff, oh, Falstaff, Fandral and stuff, Falstaff. Uh, and then they died. Anyway, and I was like, I get that it is. It, I did laugh. But that went, was funny, man. Just, it was funny. It was funny. However, you're just sort of saying these important characters fucking. But you are, um, you are, you are doing, you are doing in a way because of how bad the film is. That's what you're doing in a film that is better. I always appreciate. Listen, I liked Korg's because I like that Korg is like kind of innocent and doofy. Yeah, I, I like all that. Yeah, but then you just go Loki. Loki actually sacrificed a lot. Like it just, I, I just there's too much of it. There's too much of it. Is why are two people credit credited for Rocket in this film? Oh, because Bradley Cooper didn't do it. So, why is he credited? Bradley Cooper on... didn't do it. I think they just have to credit him. I don't think he did it. I think the voice was done by someone else. No, because like it says here, Bradley Cooper, Rocket, bracket, right. voice. And you go yeah. to the credit and it's got Clark Hill, Rocket Raccoon voice. Yes. I think I think that Bradley Cooper didn't do it. I think I think that or or they had to record more dialogue for him and he didn't do it. It's got to be that. I reckon maybe he did his couple of lines or something and then they recorded more and they just got another voice actor to do it. I really do. I think it was maybe an ADR, maybe in post, you know? Yeah. And then he wouldn't do it. It's got to be but something like Sean Gunn physically plays Rocket. He always did. Yeah, he did that. Oh, that's, cool. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, uh, well, we've run out of time this episode. We are well long. Um, so we'll catch <laughs> we up on... Old... No, on, we we're, we're literally not going to have time because we're going to end up with five hours. Um, let's just say what, mate, let's just say what we are. <clears throat> I haven't got any. Uh, I watched okay, a film my... called. Uh, I watched a film called. Um, fuck, I've completely Watcher. Great. Film called Watcher, which was very okay. good. Uh, it's a what Shudder original. It's like a thriller. Oh, okay. Um, Is that with an a old woman. Film? No, no, new. Uh, last year with a woman with a woman from. Um, it follows. Oh, cool. Okay, and yeah. I'm, I'm very very quickly. I've been watching the Dirty Harry films. So hey! Dirty, Dirty Harry, Magnum Force, and the Enforcer, and I've just started Southern Impact again. It's very good. Uh, and then they're all they're all really enjoyable for different ways. Oh, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I'm turning the cool. microphone. That's right. And then and then one brief one I'd like to talk about very quickly is Shoot to Kill, which over here was called Deadly Pursuit. Yeah. Uh, Tom Berenger and Sidney Poitier with a uh, an all star villainous cast, including Clancy Brown and Andrew G. Robinson from Dirty Harry. Fun enough. Uh, and Kirsty Alley, and it's a fantastic, somewhat forgotten 80s yeah. action movie directed by Robert Scott, Roger Scott. I extremely, remember that. It was a good film. Um, extremely good. The stunts are extraordinary. There's, there's some seriously high, high up stunts, if you like, like we just yeah. go, wow, how the fuck did they do that? How good did they do Roger that? Roger Spottersworth. It was really good. It's a really good film. And Poitier, Poitier hadn't acted in 11 years and came out to do this. It's a really great movie. It's great. Tom Berenger's nice. particularly good. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because good. Yeah. Okay, so where can people find out more about you, Ross? Uh, at Ross Boyas, all the social things at Evo Films UK to follow Evolutionary Films and at Vengeance Film UK to follow the experts of the Vengeance Film from Charlie And you can follow us more us. <laughs> you can follow us at. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. No, no, just, just leave it there. Just leave it there. Be really yeah. Russell Film Talk Movies, uh, .co.uk. Uh, no, yes, I think it is. Oh, I don't know. Twitter, whatever. Just follow us. We're whereabouts. Just go and, go and do what you need to do and everything else. And we're there. Thanks very much for listening. Oh, Take oh, care. Oh, oh, 
Five, five, five. But wait, but wait, there's one more thing. <laughs> I need to tell you something really, 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 really quickly. Really quickly. Uh, Niffy and I went to see, because it's film related, Sister Act, the musical. Oh, Are you I, aware of this? I, yes. I really wanted to see it. R- right. Wanted being the key word here. Right. So great cast. Beverly Knight, Jennifer Saunders, Leslie Joseph, and, and others. Probably forgot them now. Really? Oh, and uh, Kiala Settle from The Greatest Showman. Very excited. We left at the interval. Now, it's, was it actually bad, mm, or was it just the fact that I don't know? Fact, like, I know, I know right. that Niffy's not a huge fan. No, of she's musicals. not. She's not a big fan. Of, she's not a big fan of musicals. However, however, the cast were great, like really great. There are no, so when you first go. Into by the way, the, I know Niffy listens. That's not a diss, yes, by the way. Yes, like, yes, 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 totally yes. get that. Totally get course, that. Like, yeah, but she, I just wonder if, that, if that's it. like if that's something no, that has a bearing no, on why maybe I was. I was the person who suggested that we leave. Oh, wow. Yes. Right. So, so we went in. When we went into the theatre, they're playing great, proper 70s, like Motown songs and all, yeah, all the classics, all the classics. Um, and, um, and the show, well, I don't know about the second half, the first half has no original songs at all. Uh, sorry, no, no classics at all. It's all yeah. original songs. And not one of them was any good. And there was a lot of filler, <laughs> like a lot of filler. But the, the cast really give it, they're all, they're really up for it, high energy and stuff. And the, the final sort of musical bit before the, the curtain comes down for the interval was pretty, pretty good, like solid, the choir singing and stuff, you know. And we were like, it's not enough. Just let, I, I literally said about 10, 15 minutes before the interval, I turned to Nifty and said, do you want to go? I sort of want to go. And she went, yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny. I think it was a bit surprising that I was the one who actually said, should we go? Yeah. It was, I just, yeah, it's a shame. Well, it's a shame. I'm not happy, not happy about it. It just, it was a shame. I don't recommend it at all, unfortunately. Anyway, follow us uh, on yeah. social, do everything else, and don't go and see Sister Act. Uh, thanks for listening. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Cheerio, tatty bye. Cheerio, tatty bye. Bye.